Hello, it's Chandra, and welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. So, I've got some big news, and you've probably got it from the description or the title, but I'm going to tell you anyways because it's so exciting, Um, and that is I am heading to South America soon. Eek. And I realized when I was kind of prepping for this episode and thinking about my trip is that I've shared some of the recap of my trips and kind of the reflection of it, but I've never really talked from the front end of kind of the thought processing and the planning portion of like before I go, um, because obviously it's a lot different before the trip and after the trip. So here we are. Um, I'm leaving in a little over a month. Oh my gosh. And I haven't yet bought my ticket. Like I always say, this is kind of the hardest part for me is actually like making the leap and making the jump and the ticket buying is like the wow, okay, this is actually really real. Um, But it's happening. I'm going to do it probably tonight. By the time this episode comes out, it will definitely have been bought. Um, But I'm going one way to Peru and eek. So I'm going to kind of break this episode into two parts. The first part will kind of be centered around the planning of the trip, what I'm thinking or not thinking, and then kind of the why. Why the heck am I doing this and how am I able to take this time away from being a full-time college student? Um. So yeah, let's hop into it. So I am, I've talked a lot on the podcast about study abroad and I've interviewed a lot of guests and we've talked about it and, you know, a lot of, you know, more mature and wise travelers than me have said that, you know, study abroad is a big experience that was an inspiration for them on their travel journeys. And I think it's my turn to experience what study abroad is like. So as a junior now in college, I am going to spend my spring in Santiago, Chile, which um, I am so excited about, especially because I've never been to South America. So hopefully this will be the first trip of many to that part of the world. Um, But the big piece of all of this that has any significance to this episode is the fact that my program doesn't start until kind of late February, which means I have you know, calculated, like, about six or seven weeks, no school, nothing. I'm going to be, New Year rolls in, Sean's not going to be working or doing school for, you know, six or seven weeks. And so my thought processing behind that is, like, okay, I got this time, let's travel. I'm already going to South America. Why not go early? That was kind of my first thought when I realized, wait, crap, I have a lot of time before school starts. And so I started out by thinking, okay, if I'm going to make it to Chile, where should I start? And I've always, always wanted to go to Peru. I've always just kind of had that on my list. And so it kind of made sense to just figure, okay, I'll start in Lima and I'll end in Santiago. And I'm going to figure out how to do that in seven weeks around. So honestly, that's kind of the extent of it. 
like I haven't bought the ticket. I haven't done much planning since then. I'm leaving in about a month. Um, I really don't have any idea what I'm going to do in between Lima and Santiago. I think maybe I'll stop into Bolivia. But honestly, knowing me, I'm kind of a slow traveler. If I find somewhere that I love, I stay for a while. So I'm not sure if I'll make it there. Depending on the bus routes, maybe, maybe not. My plan is to make it there solely by bus, colectivo, different like forms of land transportation. That's the goal. Let's see if it happens. I think we can do it. And also I'm back to solo travel. Yeek! It's been a while um, since I've kind of gone on my own solo trip. Honestly, for a while, I kind of was like, oh, solo travel was cool. It was fun. Past period of my life. Not thinking I would do it maybe for a while, maybe ever again. Here we are. And we're doing it again. Um, So I'm excited and I'm terrified. And we'll kind of go into both of those reasonings a little bit more in this episode. But honestly, that's a little bit more or less the extent of my planning. Um, And I know that sounds a little crazy. Um, And besides, obviously, the fact that I am, in fact, I feel like I should learn this by now and also that I shouldn't because I'm not and I'm not willing to pay the crazy price of carry-ons on those cheap airlines, but I'm going to be packing a carry-on for the next seven months probably of my life that includes study abroad, everything travel related, hopefully a lot of podcasting equipment and other content stuff. Um... So if anyone knows where I can get a Mary Poppins bag or anything close to it that fits carry-on items, let me know because we're trying to figure that out ASAP. Um, yeah, we'll see. If this trip either changes my mind about carry-ons or not, I'm going to let you know. But kind of the plan that I'm thinking is I'm kind of just going to book myself into my first hostel in Lima and go from there. And I know that sounds kind of crazy maybe for someone who has not traveled before. Maybe you have and that still sounds crazy because I, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But honestly, from my past experiences, I found that travelers who have likely been traveling through Peru are going to kind of be my points of contact in the hostels. Obviously, you know, there are websites, blogs, TikToks, all these things. I've seen them. I've looked through them. I have a lot of ideas for what I want, especially with my priorities. I want to see a lot of nature. I want to be immersed in a lot of culture. I want to eat a lot of crazy, yummy food. Um, But travelers are going to be the ones who are there right now telling you, hopefully, the best places to go, what they've loved, what they haven't loved, how to get there. Um, And like I said, that travel flow, the lack of planning... Depending on where you are, I'm hoping in South America, I can just dip into it and just kind of allow for the spontaneity of if I find a place I love, I'm going to stay there. Because for me, the experiences that I remember most and I've gotten the most out of have been the places that I've kind of impromptu stayed longer and kind of immersed myself into wherever I am. And so... This is all possible again, largely because I am going solo. And so one person means I call the shots and it's easier to book just one bed on the fly in a hostel. You know, knock on wood, I've never been turned away at a hostel, um, especially traveling in January, February, hopefully rainy season, there won't be that many people. Um, So yeah, that's kind of, like I said, 
the extent of the planning that I've been doing and coming back. I'll probably hop on a podcast episode and we can kind of recap whether that was a good idea, a bad idea. Like I said, in Europe, that was not my best idea. I told you I ended up buying a tent because the hostel prices were so ridiculously expensive. Um, So we'll see how that goes and we'll recap it. Like I said, this podcast is a lot of trial and error. Um, But other than that, um, something that... I've been thinking a lot about, like I said at the beginning, like I have this two months pretty much, almost two months, and it's almost like a no-brainer. The first thought that came into my head was, okay, I'm going to South America. Um, Let me just go early. That makes all the sense in the world for me. And the hard thing is, maybe it's funny, maybe it's hard, I don't know, but I keep running into this thing called growing up. And I feel like I've been kind of running into it slowly for a long time. Um, but this two months, when you're when I've been confronted with free time, it is really a decision of sacrifice. And it's a decision of prioritizing what I feel like I want and I need and I'm able to accomplish in that time. Because this period of time would also be so perfect for me to work. You know, I'm... In college, I'm kind of at a prime time for really exciting projects happening, exciting new opportunities with my work, with outside stuff. Like, if I had six weeks, two months to just, like, not use, like, not have the distraction of taking classes and just solely dive into that, that would be amazing. I would get so much done. I'd be so productive. I would rise up in a lot of the endeavors that I'm trying to do. So in a big sense, the opposite of what I should be doing right now is like essentially going off the grid for almost two months. But the thing that I'm really starting to realize is that it's a slippery slope into the working world. And there are always, always reasons to prioritize work over everything and anything. And... Like I said, this is something that I've thought about a lot because when I come back to school, it becomes so easy for me to slip back into that productivity and into that, you know, like, go, go, go. How can anything be more important than what I'm doing right now? And I'm so passionate about it and being in college. But I have to keep kind of calling upon little Sean wherever she is, however little she is um, from her travel experiences to come and talk to me and remind me that I have yet to find a time where I've regretted choosing travel over something else. And even for the summer, for example, this was a summer where I had planned to take an internship and I ended up traveling instead and it was a hard summer. It was not the summer of kind of reset, rejuvenate that I was hoping for, expecting. And looking back, it would have been a lot easier for me work-wise, emotionally, everything really to have just taken that internship and kind of gone about my life, enjoyed it, enjoyed that experience. But even looking back, I wouldn't change it. 
and I know maybe that sounds a little crazy, but I wouldn't change it because now I am where I am now and I've learned a lot and we're always growing. Um, so I wouldn't have changed it at all, even though now I'm coming, I had come back to school hoping for that reset and I didn't get it. And so I've been pushing the burnout a lot and um, I feel like I can feel it. Like I can feel it when I'm burnt out and I'm sure that you can too. And for me, that feels just kind of like a little bit of a creeping numbness to it. Um, and I talked a little bit with Hannah about this on our podcast episode that came out a couple weeks ago about, you know, mental health and taking breaks when you need to take breaks and figuring out how to prioritize that and balance that. And for me right now, like I said, that it feels like this kind of numbness that starts creeping up um, where I think where I get stuck and where sometimes a lot of us get stuck is we can be so productive in that state even. And that numbness kind of creeps in and all of a sudden things aren't as exciting as they used to be and things feel, it feels more draining, but we kind of make that the new normal. And like I said, we've talked, we just talked about that on the podcast is like that numbness and how that becomes normalized for us, um, for Hannah and I, at least in our experiences. And so I keep calling upon little Sean, like I said, to kind of come back and remind me like, this is not, this baseline feeling is not who you are, that underlying unease, um, the burnout, like there is a way to reset that, but you need to prioritize it and you need to prioritize taking a break in order to be able to come back more centered and more reset and more excited to do all the things that you know that you are excited to do and that you should be more excited at this point to be doing. And like I said, I am actually really pretty dang terrified to take this trip um, for a lot of reasons. Like I said, I've said this before about solo travel and I've talked to a lot of travelers about this as well, that solo travel is a time of intense processing, of reckoning, of realization um, to be on your own, not only to make sure that you're able to take care of yourself fully in a foreign place, but also to sit with a lot of thoughts and a lot of things that, you know, you haven't had to really face um, when you're working all the time. And so, uh, like I said, it's something that I am so excited that I am making time to happen because I feel it so deeply that I need that time and that I need to go take a break and I need to be able to reset and come back again and go off the grid for a little while so I can come back stronger. But it's a terrifying thing to think about because I know that it's hard and it's always been hard and it will be hard. But it's something that I'm welcoming and that, like I said, the hardest part for me is not in the planning. And if that is the hardest part for you, that's why this podcast partially exists so that we can help you think about the planning and the hardest part for me is really about the go through, which is also, I know, a big hard part for everyone else is like, yes, I want to do this. Yes, I've done the planning. Can I actually press the button that says go? Let's go. And for me, that means buying this ticket, um, which I haven't done yet, which means is showing that it's so hard to officially say yes, because I would so easily just delete that tab off my computer and just 
work through that two months and be so productive. But at the end of the day, the most fulfilling, transformative experiences for me have been through travel. Everything that I'm doing educationally has come from my experiences traveling. Every experience that I have had traveling has built upon my life in every aspect of my life. And so in that sense, I have become so much more of a well-rounded person because I've traveled. I've become so much more of an asset to my academic sphere, to my educational goals, to my to the working world, to everything because of this time that I take for myself. And so whereas it might seem counterintuitive for me and for everyone to go away again, I can't help but know that I need to. And it's kind of this this gut feeling that I have to go. So I'm going. And I'm excited because I'm taking you all with me, um, which is awesome. So I have no idea when I'm actually going to be back in the States. I have some kind of exciting things in the works, some projects which will hopefully keep me in South America for a better part of this summer. But this is going to be the longest time I've ever been abroad. So I'm excited to take you with me and hopefully some podcasting equipment as well so we can kind of stay up to date. And this will not be the last you're hearing from us this season though. We have a couple more episodes coming up with some really exciting guests and then I will be off. So I've said this before, and you probably know what I'm about to say, but please make sure that you have your notifications turned on so that you don't miss anything that's coming because I promise you, it's going to be good. And yeah, you can also give us a follow on Instagram at Sunshine Dime Podcast to stay up to date. And yeah, until next time. Bye.